Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Hankook Dynapro AT2 Extreme. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. Turn first-round picks like Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. The Volume. The Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Basketball, football, they have awesome new and existing user promotions. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You can get your winnings back in two hours. My favorite, the same game parlays. You can bet five or 10 bucks in one 150 bucks or more. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Get started now. Sign up promo code Colin so they know we and I sent you. The Colin Coward Podcast presented by the FanDuel Sportsbook. All right, everybody. Great Friday morning podcast. Uh, we're going to do fake questions, real answers after we interview our guest. And if you've watched my show or you love podcasts, uh, Matt Barnes needs very little introduction. Uh, all the smoke is the best sports podcast out there, along with the Draymond Green podcast on the volume. I just want to say that right now. Uh, it's raw. It's authentic. Uh, Matt's always been a, a real straight shooter, and I think you guys also know that I love Steven Jackson. So it's a real pleasure. He's a busy guy. He doesn't have to do this. But, I mean, you you know this. You know the West. You know the Warriors. The, when I was thinking, Matt, watching this game tonight, I thought <laughs> the way they cut and move, is it a Steph thing? Because Usually in sports, Matt, when something's great, people duplicate it. They rip it off. Nobody looks like the Warriors. Nobody moves like the Warriors. Nobody cuts like the Warriors. And and I come back to, well, shit, it just must be Steph. Or is it? I. In fact, the only times they have problems is when they stop moving. 
they had right. that thirteen nothing Dallas run. When they're moving, it's just impenetrable. It's yeah. is it just Steph? No, I, I definitely think it's a team thing. You know, when I was there, it was constant movement, and you're so worried about the three point shot that that's how they're so effective in the paint because you always have to you know hedge on these screens or or if Clay or Steph are coming off you know, show or double team and they get so many slips. But, you know, Colin, what's interesting to me in, in a day and age where, you know, dribbling's at a premium and everyone wants to go one-on-one and do what they do, the Warriors are the exact opposite. You know, at the end of the clock, you know, normally if, if you look at Dallas, you know, you know the ball's going to be in Lucas' hands when they call, uh, you know, when they call red. Red is, you know, under five seconds, you got to go. With the Warriors, they continue to move and get a good shot. Even if it's with like 0.6 on the clock, they'll still get that extra pass to turn down a good shot and get a great shot. And I think that's what makes them so scary. Although Steph can go one-on-one, other guys in this league do. But I feel like he gets more success off his movement and, and and everyone's ability to kind of continue to move. And it's just almost like pick your poison, you know, to, to think that Steph was the fifth leading scorer in the game in a closeout game and they won by double digits. I mean, there's not another team that can have their leading score be the fifth score uh, in a closeout game and even be close in the game. And this team wins by double digits with Steph being the fifth leading scorer in a closeout game in the Western Conference Finals. Um, coming off an injury is really hard. Um, I never had the only injury I ever had. Um, I, I had a motorcycle crash as a kid and I can remember my parents making me get back on the bike and they're like, you just got to get back on. And, you know, so when you're in a rehab and you've been in rehab before you come in rehab and it's not really a physical battle, it's a psychological battle to pivot, to turn, to, and I almost felt like in the last three games, it's like I visually saw Clay, like just that something hit, something clicked. Now, again, maybe it's just because he played so well tonight. But talk a little bit about, if you could, coming off an injury, rehabbing, the psychology of it. I, I honestly thought in the last, in this series, the second half of this series, I'm like, okay, he's gotten past something upstairs. I mean, the biggest hurdle coming back from any injury is is the mental, the mental strength to understand that okay, if I get knocked, my surgically repaired knee is going to be okay. If I fall awkwardly or land awkwardly on my ankle, my surgically repaired ankle, so on and so forth. The hardest thing to do from an injury is come back and really trust that. And then you add that the kid, you know, the guy missed nine hundred and forty days you know, uh, of basketball. So, you know, he's really been back five months after missing two and a half years of basketball. So, you know, that's why I predict at the very beginning of the season, depending on what Clay Thompson comes back, you know, Golden State was my pick because I had a feeling that, you know, he's going to do what he needs to come back. He's not a guy that lives above the rim. He's a very smart player. So I knew athleticism, you know, he wasn't really worried about that because he could still get his shot off. But, you know, Clay is really, to me, still working his way back into shape. And, and one thing about this team, too, if you think about it, they haven't necessarily played. I, I think they showed peaks in this Western Conference about how good this team can be. But they've been very up and down throughout the playoffs. And to think the first two rounds, very up and down, you find yourself in the Western Conference Finals. Normally, you know, in the NBA, we want to be peaking at the right time. Although, you know, they lost, excuse me, they won five in a row at the end of the season, but they, you know, they were uh, six and four, you know, at the end of the season. So normally teams want to peak at that point going into the playoffs. The crazy part is I think the Warriors are starting to peak right now. And which is weird. Like I said, you want to peak going into the past, but these guys are peaking going into the finals. That's why I think they're going to be really hard to beat next round. You know, Ron Adams is a really good defensive coach on that staff. And uh, um, I swear to God, he used to be 
a Fresno State coach. I don't know why that sticks in my mind. I, for some point, he's a well-traveled guy. But I saw a stat the other that Golden State, since Steve Kerr took over, is number one in the league in opponents' field goal percentage. And we view them as an offensive juggernaut. But man, they threw early in this series so many looks at Luca. Like he was, he was off. Yeah. So w- w- when you were there, um, so you you can't be good at defense without practicing practicing it. Some of you guys are just you're all gifted offensively. You guys can all do your stuff. Mm-hmm. I think they're. I always feel like the Warriors' defense. It's so intellectual. They they can throw so many looks at you four times up the court. It's yeah. four different looks. Like yeah got to be so smart like take me inside that i think everything they do is contagious um whether it be offense or defense when i was there for you know half the season in 17 we won a championship you know we go back and watch our edits you know draymond will stop the film and talk clay will say stuff iguodala would say stuff sean livingston would say stuff steph would say stuff so it's really kind of almost although steve kerr's the coach and, and, and there's a lot of high respect for him you know these guys are all really high iq guys you know what i mean and the one thing that's rare about this team is when I was there, you know, obviously KD was there. There were so many different superstars and personalities, but all that was left at the door. When you come into practice or when you come into a game, you just want to buy in because everyone is buying in. The stars are buying in. The role players are buying in. So you're almost like, you know, like a sore thumb if you don't buy into whatever it is, you know, whatever the coverage is, whatever the principles are. It's just such a an amazing environment. I hats off to men because to me, everything starts at the top, but it's such an amazing environment that you just want to come in and completely give yourself to whatever's asked upon you that day. Yeah, that's great. Um, I'll pivot to Luca. Um, not much of a defensive effort in the second half. Uh, I mean, listen, they attacked him. And, you know, I said this the other day on Fox, I said, listen, what, you can say he's Larry Bird, but Larry Bird was feisty defensively. He was competitive. He wasn't great. Um, sometimes I feel with Luca, there's a little mellow thing where he, he's so gifted offensively that just gets his love and attention. Right. He doesn't give you. He doesn't give you great effort. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know how you change that, Matt. Like it feels like defense is attitude. You like I, how do you? Yeah, you have to want to play defense because obviously it's not as decorated. You don't get as much money. You don't get talked about on Sports Center necessarily about defense. But I, what, what I will say is Luca is so young and he's never really been held accountable on the defensive end. And I think that's why I think there's still a chance for him to change because I feel like he's improved this year under Jason Kidd. You know, it's rare that a coach can publicly call out a superstar and then not blow up and backfire. But I think there's such a high level for, uh, of respect for Jason Kidd there that Luca looked at it as a challenge and not a disrespect, which is, you know, there's a thin line between that. So I think Luca can get better at defense. And he realized now going this far in the playoffs that he was a target on the defensive end. And as a man, he's going to, you know, he's going to, you know, that pride always steps in. So although he's continuing to be one of the most gifted young offensive scorers this game has ever seen, I think where he knows moving forward now is that he's going to start, I feel like he's going to start getting his body, although he's never going to be a six-pack chiseled guy, but he can obviously, you know, probably trim down the body fat a little bit and get quicker feet. And then, like you said, defense is a mindset and an attitude. And I think no one's asking them to be first team all defense or an all defense in NBL defense, but sometimes it's just effort that I feel lacks sometimes because he is doing so much. You saw he didn't really sit out in the second half until, you know, Dallas threw up the white flag. So this guy is carrying this franchise and this team, every possession up and down the court. So that's why I kind of not giving them a, a pass, but understand that being able to play both sides of the ball, 
the entire game is very tough because he is asked to carry such a heavy load on the offensive end. Well, and the other thing, Matt, if you look at his offensive game, he doesn't blow by guys. He initiates contact. It's it's a lot like James Harden. It beats the hell out of you. Yeah. I mean, Harden at the end of playoff series is shot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Luca's not jumping over you. Nope. He's not John Morant flying past you. Everything <laughs> is contact. Yep. And so it, it, when I think about who he should play with, you know, do you put him with another great offensive player and it may not mesh? Or do you put him with kind of a Clay Thompson, a catch and shoot, but an elite defender who doesn't have the ego to be a one? Like I, part of me thinks Donovan Mitchell, but he's a one, won't want to be a two. Mm-hmm. Like what is the ideal Luka two look like to you? Someone in a Clay Thompson frame where he is a, an elite scorer, but doesn't necessarily need the ball in his hands to be a scorer, a great catch and shoot guy, great pin down guy, um, a guy that can get the ball, you know, get a bucket off the dribble and also someone that can play defense. But like you said, it's, it's going to be an interesting pairing because Luke is so ball dominant. He's so ball dominant, but I think when they start putting more, and I say this with all due respect, he made it this far with obviously the, the, and I, when I say weakest, I don't want because people are crazy with the weakest supporting cast. You know what I mean? And and, and all yeah. those of these guys are no frozen. These guys played really well. If you look up and down the roster, he did what he did. It, it kind of reminded me what AI did when he took his team to the finals against the Lakers when it was really just AI. He had a lot of hard-nosed, blue-collar, hard workers, but it was AI. So, you know, to me, it, it, it's going to be interesting because I feel like there are one player where I love the, uh, you know, the breakout season that – um. Why am I forgetting? Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson had. It's going to be interesting to see if they can keep him because I know some teams are going to throw money at him, but they're going to have to find a star that can pair with Luca that is okay with not having the ball in his hands all the time because a lot of these stars are best when they have the ball in their hands, and that's there's not a better person in the league with the ball in their hands than Luca. So they're going to hit you know his Batman so to speak, or excuse me, his Robin so to speak is going to have to be someone who's just as effective without the ball, but when he has the ball, he can do what he needs to do. Yeah, and Jalen's small, so he's not a great defender. So right. I, I really do think you got to go find somebody who can score but defend. Right. Um, it, you know, one of the things about the Warriors that's amazing, like Kayvon Looney has now become an elite rebounder. Uh, Jordan Poole was a G League guy. He, mm-hmm. boy, he beats guys off the dribble like it, it is. It is fast. Right. They draft and develop. Yes. Really. The key. Well. Key. Did you see it there? I mean, what what's the I secret mean, sauce? If you look, I mean, it's just like again up top. You know, Bob Myers and those guys. It, to me, leadership starts at the top because I was in Golden State before, obviously with the We Believe run, and it was just a different energy, a different environment. Yeah, we made NBA history, but when I went back this second time, just the energy in that organization is just different. You know what I mean? So obviously, being able to draft and and, and make big moves, and I for one, and, and I apologize, maybe four or five months ago, I thought the Andrew Wiggins move wasn't a good move because I'm thinking, okay, right. back, you know, he Wiggins is not a shooter. He's not this, he's not that, but he was exactly what they needed. He was a guy that they obviously get it, you know, get it off the dribble with the ball in his hands. He can, he can, he's a good spot up shooter, um, but he plays defense. You know what I mean? So they just see things that, 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 that other people don't. And, you know, if you think about it, their core was all drafted by that team. Jordan Poole was drafted yeah. by that team. You know, Steph Clay uh, were drafted by that team. They have such a, a great eye for talent, although they're a destination organization still, but they just do such a great job drafting and then kind of developing their guys. They don't give up on their guys. So, 
you know, obviously hats off to management because they've been able to build something special in a, in a day and age where we're seeing players in particular, but stars move so much. They've been able to keep their core together, you know, and obviously being able to bring back Andre Iguodala, even though he hasn't been able to provide anything game wise, I'm sure he's giving these young players on the bench so much knowledge and, and seeing things obviously because he's been with this core that not everyone is seeing. So to be able to keep four very high IQ guys around three guys that are still giving to you, you know, uh, you know, the best they can. Um, this warrior team is special. And that's why at the very beginning of the season, I was just like, you know, Clay comes back semi-healthy, healthy, and being able to round himself in the health coming into the playoffs that I really don't see a team beating them because they have all these weapons. I didn't even know about Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole kind of popped up on the scene late, but I just knew mentally and, and chemistry-wise, those are two things that I think that are overlooked in sports in general, and those are the two things that they're best at. Well, I mean, Wiggins, if they face the Celtics, you can just put them on Jason Tatum, and you don't even need his offense. Oh, seriously, you just say, like, dude, yeah. hold him to 42% shooting. That's a yeah. win. I thought he gave Luka trouble throughout. It Length, you know, his length, his speed, and he's strong too. And and really, to me, it's hats off to Wiggins because obviously, you know, everyone looked at him as a number one pick. Oh, he's a bust. He's not this, but this guy's been a consistent eighteen to twenty-two point a game for his right. whole entire career. Comes to Golden State now, where there's zero pressure on him. You know, maybe the fourth option, with all due respect, but he's able to really go out there and just be himself. And when they need to take over, I think it was it last game where he had a big game. He was the leading scorer last game. You know, it was just he can give it to you however you like it. But what I, what I like is he's been able to be that guy that Clay was before the injury. If you remember, people don't realize how important Clay was to that team, not necessarily because of his shooting. Although he's one of the best shooters ever, he was the guy that always took Kyrie, Dame Lillard, CJ McCollum so that Steph didn't. You know what I mean? So now that um, Clay is still kind of rounding back in shape, I kind of feel like Clay's defense is the last thing that's coming back, but I have no doubt that he'll get it back. But Wiggins has been able to step up and be great with his length, his athleticism, his strength, and then his, you know, his, his ability to play passing lanes. You know, he's just been a huge, huge, huge pickup for this team. Yeah, well, it's um, all the smoke. Steven Jackson, Matt Barnes, it's the top athlete podcast out there. And along with our Draymond Green podcast, I mean that seriously. It's really thoughtful, really smart. And uh, but you know, it's it's funny. You're you're just a guy that always had you always thought about stuff. So like when you would come on the show, I'm not surprised it worked <laughs> because you were always somebody that asked you a question. And you know, you have a football background, you got a basketball background, you've been around the league. You know, it's funny. Ideally, Matt. A pro athlete would get drafted, stay with the same team, 15 years, get rich, win titles, go. But it's weird. The movement you did actually oh. makes you a better podcaster. It helped me. It you really know, does. Just, I, I've seen so much in this space, and, and I really wanted to just kind of give you your flowers right now because I just feel like the media is, is such a crazy, unpredictable space right now. I feel like people feel like they have to come on and be loud and obnoxious and say wild shit and, and make crazy predictions to kind of get those clicks. And it, it, it almost hurts my feelings because just what happened to people that just come in and talk about the game. And, and obviously, you know, being a part of the media now is it, it, tough because you do have to be critical on people you used to play against and, and, and guys in general. But I think there's a way to do it without disrespecting. And I think that you've just kind of always been, uh, you know, a real guy off the cut, genuine you know, if you have to be critical, you're critical in a, in a respectful way and you just deliver and, and do your job. And, and to me, 
I think I don't think you care if, you know, obviously the clicks are great, but to me, you're just giving us cold, hard facts. And you've just always been one of my favorite guys. And, and like I said, in, in a time where the media is just absolutely upside down because only people care about is clicks and, and, and really stay true to yourself. And, and really, to me, one of my favorite guys, but just kind of really uh, someone I look up to. And I know other athletes look up to you in this space because of the way you carry yourself and the way you deliver your information. So we appreciate you, man. Well, that is, that is, that means a lot. That, that really, that really is powerful stuff. Keep kicking butt. Um, anytime you need me for anything, you won't. But if you do, I'm here. And thank you so much for your insight and your time, buddy. Definitely got to get you on the show soon. We'll talk soon, Colin. Thank you for having I'd me. I'd love to. Thanks, man. All right, buddy. The playoffs are here. You can make every game feel like game seven on FanDuel Sportsbook an official partner of the NBA, FanDuel's hooking you up free bets through the playoffs. Free bets. Doesn't matter if you're a new customer or already have an account. Be sure to check out the app. Exclusive weekly same-game parlay promos. FanDuel's got so many ways to play. Best of all, when you win, you get paid faster than a fast break. If you're new to FanDuel, download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Sign up with the promo code Colin. If you already have an account, you're all set to get in on the action. Either way, you'll get an assist from FanDuel when you bet a same-game parlay during the playoffs. FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. 21-plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana. Permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342-ARIZONA. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, Jersey, and Virginia. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-877-HOP P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369 in New York, Tennessee. Redline 1-800-889-9789 Tennessee. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is 
finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As always on Friday, fake questions, real answers. There's stuff I want to talk about, but don't want to wait for you to ask me. Dear Colin, how closely are you watching the Colin Kaepernick Raiders tryout? Well, There are players at that position that I think are really interesting. Kyler Murray's an interesting player. His dynamic with the Cardinals fascinates me. Aaron Rodgers is almost always interesting. Pat Mahomes, I feel the same way. When Colin Kaepernick was great, I didn't find him that interesting. Now he's been gone five years. And the last time he played, he completed 59% of his throws and had a passer rating suboptimal threw for 185 yards a game. If you left any industry for five years and weren't great in it when you left, I don't have high hopes. He'll be sort of a often talked about, perhaps controversial backup. I think most coaches would prefer not to have Tebow, Baker, Cam, Manziel, Kaepernick as backups. But kids are easily outraged and bothered. I find the people outraged by Colin Kaepernick five years later, frankly, to be juvenile. He's not that interesting, and I don't feel he's controversial. The media, always self-indulgent, will probably make him that. Dear Colin, what do you make of the surprising influx of bets for Trey Lance to win the NFL's MVP? He's gone from 200 to 1 to 60 to 1. Well, 60 to 1 in my book is still a long shot, but I think it tells you that Kyle Shanahan is the most respected offensive coach in the game. Think about this. He beat Sean McVay with Nick Mullins. Not only did Nick Mullins and Kyle Shanahan beat Aaron Donald and the Rams defense, he went 24 of 25 in that game two years ago with, again, I'll repeat, Nick Mullins. Kyle Shanahan made Matt Schaub a pro bowler. 
Not only a pro bowler. Do you remember the year he had with the Texans? He threw for nearly 5,000 yards. He had a 99 passer rating. <laughs> he had 29 touchdowns. It's Matt Schaub. So people look at Kyle Shanahan. And if Trey Lance, who had a finger issue last year, in fairness, if he can get into the 63 to 64% completion rate, he's going to be successful. The team will be successful. The team will be a playoff team. And my guess is it'll be a good story, which always helps in most valuable player voting in any league. Dear Colin, what do you make of Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss football coach, saying college football players now? It's a professional sport, and they're professional players. What I make of it is, well, he's right. If you're paid, you're a professional. I always hear this about the NIL, the name, image, likeness business. It is not sustainable. I laugh at that. I've been told my entire life that if you keep gouging fans, eventually they will not show up. This is not sustainable. Yeah, they keep showing up. It's $18 now for a Heineken at most stadiums. Colin, the American economy, the American economy, Colin, cannot withstand a billion-dollar debt. It is not sustainable. Yeah, now it's like $12 trillion and it keeps on rolling. I've been hearing for years, these television networks cannot keep spending this level of money with these leagues. Networks now even pay for hockey, and nobody watches hockey. <laughs> Folks, some people are just rigid. Some people struggle to adapt and evolve. You keep telling me things aren't sustainable. They are. Lane Kiffin nailed it. There'll be seven to eight teams at the top of the college football food chain. Ohio State, Bama. You can figure them out. There'll be another 20 that get to bowl games, Iowa, Wisconsin, Michigan State, they'll be fine. And then there'll be the rest of college football. You know, programs like Air Force and Georgia Tech and Oregon State. They've never been great. Those programs are rarely relevant. And they'll remain mostly irrelevant. Stop telling me things aren't sustainable. What was unsustainable was the pet rock. Paying 40 bucks for a rock. From day one, that didn't feel sustainable. Dear Colin, with the success of the Celtics, the success of the Warriors, the Mavericks, the Heat, is it fair to say the NBA's super team era is officially over? All right, let's adopt a new rule in society. Nothing ever truly dies and everything is cyclical. Right now, hard work, playing defense, being coachable, like 1970s NBA is working. But if Donovan Mitchell went to the Dallas Mavericks to join Luka, you would have two stars. They would end up at minimum in the Western Conference Finals, and suddenly the star era would be the envy. Here's what I know. At record companies, in movies, in sports. Stars like to play with stars. You think Jason Tatum would really mind another star coming to the Celtics if it meant four and five titles? You think Luka wants to have to have the ball in his hands for 47 minutes a night the rest of his career? 
it's hard to get those stars because the true stars are rarely on the market. Right now in college football, it's a little unwieldy with the NIL. (sighs) Everything is cyclical. Some boosters will start overpaying for players. The players won't deliver and donors will pull back. Years and years ago, they said, game shows are dead. Let's go back to our rule. Nothing dies. Everything is cyclical. Shortly after they made that announcement, who wants to be a millionaire burst on the scene, and it became not just successful, the number one television show in America. Streaming was hot. Now it's crashed. It'll be back. People like television on demand. We like on rainy days or when we have the flu, binging on television. Once again, nothing dies. Everything's cyclical. Dear Colin, what do you make of the reports that Kevin Durant hasn't spoken to the Brooklyn Nets? Well, I rarely talk to my bosses either. Outside of my producer, Andrew Sampson, and my wife, Anne, and occasionally my children, I don't really talk to anybody that frequently. I mean, my wife leaves me for three times a year for a month. It's healthy. I think if you're a well-run company or an excellent relationship, you don't need to talk that frequently. I mean, let's be honest. When you hear the report, would you be more satisfied if this had taken place? Ring, ring. Hi, it's Kevin Durant. Hello, Kevin. It's Steve Nash, your coach. Hey, coach, what's up? I don't know. I had nachos tonight. What are you doing? I'm in the Bahamas vacationing after a first-round playoff exit. Yeah, that was a real bummer, KD. Silence on both ends. Okay, coach, well, I'm going to go. Okay, star player. I'm going to go to click. Really, it'd be a healthier relationship? Folks, if you have to call people all the time, not only are you freaking needy, but you're not in a healthy relationship. My takeaway is the Brooklyn Nets have talked to Katie probably, but they want to give him deniability that they haven't talked. So if they trade Kyrie Irving or don't renew Kyrie Irving or extend his contract, Kevin Durant can say, hey, I haven't talked to the franchise. I didn't know anything about it. But get off the phone. Stop calling people all the time. Unless it's your wife. volume. Make sure to check out the Draymond Green show. I brought Draymond Green into the volume because one of the more entertaining voices in sports, unique perspective, understands behind the rope, also chops up with guests like Gary Payton, Zach Levine, Tracy McGrady. Make sure download the Draymond Green show wherever you get your podcasts, only on the volume podcast network. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.